Are you comfortable over there? Hello, and welcome back to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC. We discuss every Monday morning life and family through the lens of our Anabaptist roots, and today I am joined by Pastor Renee. Hello, Pastor Renee. Hello. So in our series, we have been talking about the names of God, mm-hmm. which has been a really great series so far. We are three weeks deep, four weeks deep. We've done three, and this is <laughs> our right. fourth. I've done four. <laughs> Time flies when you're having it fun. It does, it does. So we have been talking about uncertainty. Our first week, we talked about God being our shepherd. Mm -hmm. The second week was... The God who sees. The God who sees. Mm -hmm. I love that. Last week was our righteousness. Mm -hmm. And then you spoke this week on... Comfort. God of all comfort. Comfort. Mm -hmm. Isn't it interesting how God um, identifies himself through different names in the Bible? And, you know, I was thinking... He does it backwards than we do as humans. Like we name our children, sometimes even before they're born, we choose a name for them. Mm -hmm. And God already was and then tells us his name. It seems sort of like backwards than we do it. Yeah, that's fascinating. (laughs) What does your name mean, Renee? Oh my goodness. It's like some kind of moon god or something. Oh. It's very random, both of my names. (laughs) Nothing uh, snazzy or profound. <laughs> That's for sure. Nothing like comforter or anything. <laughs> kind of weird ones, but anyway. Oh, that's funny. And we didn't name our kids for anything special, just names that we liked. You know, sometimes people have family names that sort of, or names that meant something to them or whatever, mm-hmm. but we just, we picked names we liked. and Yeah, we sort of did that to our older daughter, Sadie. We just thought that was sort of a pretty, mm-hmm. pretty name. And for our second daughter, we had something else, uh, chosen she was going to be violet and then we saw it written down somewhere a couple days before i was due and it didn't look right written down so yeah so actually sadie the whole time i was pregnant and we didn't know even if aurora was a boy or a girl she said it was baby sleeping beauty growing in my tummy so that was how we came (laughs) to aurora (laughs) very cool very cool Yeah. yeah So you talked about Paul on Sunday. Mm-hmm, I did. And the troubles that he uh, encountered. He sure did. And I, I didn't realize the list of how much Paul had struggled. And it meant so much more to me that he called God the God of all comfort when I realized how many hard things he went through. If you, We're in uh, 2 Corinthians right now. Uh, in this message and if and I'm in chapter one with the with the verses but if you jump over to chapter 11 there is a list of about 20 afflictions 20 hard things that Paul went through from being in prison being beaten being flogged um, 40 lashes beaten with rods pelted with stones he'd been shipwrecked and in danger from bandits and in danger of sea and it, it was just, it, the list goes on and on and on I'm thinking if anyone is first in need of comfort, it's Paul. Goodness, I mean, I have not suffered anything compared to that. And then for him to call God, the God of all comfort, knowing what he had gone through, felt way more powerful than I imagined it would. When I first read the passage, not having that background, mm-hmm. it just meant so much more to hear him call God, the God of um, compassion, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort. I thought if he can say that, 
why can't I? Yeah, that's right. Right. Because um, certainly I'm sure we all feel right now like we've gone through a list of at least 20 troubles. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Lately. This season, if it's, if it's nothing, it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and our kids are feeling uncomfortable situations and we are as adults and, and uh, yeah, I don't think there's anyone who's just thought, well, you know, the six months has just been a bit of a breeze. I haven't heard that from anyone. No. (laughs) And, and if there's anything that sort of brings me peace, it's knowing that God is the God of all comfort. And he didn't save Paul from all those troubles. Mm-mm. He comforted Paul in the midst of those troubles, which is beautiful because, I mean, that, and that reflects another part of God's name, which is, you know, that he's always with us and he mm-hmm. sees us, right? So all of those meanings of his name kind of, they just come together uh, almost in each of the other ones too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, yeah, it's just very encouraging to read Paul's um, message to the Corinthian church there in the first uh, first chapter. Do you think Paul always asked God for comfort? Yeah, it, it doesn't say that he's at, he asked, because I talked about that yesterday, mm-hmm. asking God to comfort us. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I just think we just go through life willy-nilly and we're, we're not, it, it's not top of mind that no. we should be asking God for comfort. But I, yeah, I don't, I didn't see that in those passages, but I think it's obvious that he received it and he knew why he did. Mm-hmm. Cause um, that verse four that talks about God comforts us so that we can comfort other people. Yes. So Paul knew all those things. I, you know, so maybe he did. It just wasn't communicated to us in this passage perhaps, mm-hmm. but uh, he uh, definitely knew what he needed and uh, was able to express that back to the Corinthian church who scholars aren't sure exactly what trouble they were going through, mm-hmm. but any amount of trouble that they would need to feel comfort from. Right. Um, and Paul was able to spread that out or share the love, <laughs> share the comfort <laughs> love um, with the church. Yeah. I often think it reminds me of, you know, our kids, when they need comfort, they often don't ask for it in a very vocal way like they don't come and say mom I need a hug well maybe they do sometimes but Mm -hmm. it's usually you know through maybe a bit of a temper tantrum yeah behavior behavior you notice that you're and you maybe don't feel like (laughs) comforting comforting them them sometimes you know because it's not a a behavior you might want to reward but right isn't it great that God doesn't treat us that way oh my goodness yeah (laughs) God is a way better parent than, yeah. uh, than I am, that's for sure. No, that's a, that's an interesting, an interesting dynamic. I think even as adults, when we are searching for comfort, mm-hmm. we search in all sorts of different places. Yep. Right. And and um, people who are struggling with addictions, mm-hmm. I, I believe they're searching for comfort. I you know? would agree. Yeah. And so all of the you know, in all of these things, I, I I remember saying to the senior high two weeks ago, I think I said. Like when you're in a really awkward situation and you're feeling uncomfortable and you're stressed, like, do you actually stop and ask God? And they were kind of like, oops. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe afterwards I thought about it, but I didn't think about it in the midst. And, and so learning and training ourselves, God is, he never leaves us. He's always with us and, and he wants to help us. Like he's just, it's just like your best friend is right there, but you don't talk to them. Right. Which mm-hmm. is, would never happen in the flesh probably, especially for girls. Um, <laughs> but you know, he wants to comfort us and and how can we learn to ask more frequently and i think it's Mm -hmm. just as we become as we journey with jesus as we become more intimately involved in our relationship with him i think it becomes more and more natural Mm -hmm. that's right Mm -hmm. that's good
So what are some examples of how we can comfort others? What do you think? Yeah. Um, or even recognizing those that need comfort. How do we do that? Yeah. I think sometimes um, I get intimidated because I think I have to say something really like profound mm-hmm. or really like just full of wisdom or something really smart that would bring someone real comfort. And I think, um, well, A, I don't do any of those things naturally. <laughs> that feels really uncomfortable. Um, I think it's all the normal, the very normal things. I think it's listening to God. Mm-hmm. You know, God will often bring somebody to my mind when I'm praying. I think, oh, like, I don't know why. And, uh, you know, about two months ago, I, I messaged someone and I said, for some reason, you're just on my mind and they're not in my regular daily life routine mm-hmm. of seeing them. And, uh, and they wrote me back a couple hours later and just said, um, I know why I was on your mind because mm-hmm. I'm just having a terrible day and thanks for holding space for me. And I, and I thought, wow, like that wasn't profound. I, I just, all I did was said, Hey, you were on my mind. Yeah. Thinking about you. Yeah. More often the way that I find myself comforting people is like a quick text message or a note, mm-hmm. but I like to bake. I like to, you know, give something to someone and just, you know, take them a loaf or actually I got a nice yeah. lemon loaf for oh. me one time. <laughs> uh, and just, you know, showing someone that you care for them mm-hmm. is really quite comforting. Um, and you don't need to say anything profound because sometimes when we're trying really hard to comfort someone with something real great, it, it doesn't always come out great. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. And sometimes you you don't want to say the wrong things. You don't right. say anything at all. And mm-hmm. then right. I think sometimes saying maybe the wrong thing or not yeah. the perfect thing is better than yes. saying nothing at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just, I, I, you were you were on my mind today. Yeah. I'm thinking about you. Mm-hmm. And knowing that someone else is thinking about you is so comforting. Yes, it is, right? isn't it? It's not, you're not just out there on your own. And, and uh, yeah, I find that to be really profound. I literally was sitting here Tuesday morning uh, in this very room for staff meeting and um, someone messaged me, another youth pastor, Mm-hmm. who I have not been in contact with in months and just said, hey, I, I was just thinking about you this morning and praying for the youth ministry at Wayne Fleet. And I just was like, oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, I, no, I'm not surprised that other people pray for other people, but no, it was just so comforting. And, and I mm-hmm. think we can do ourselves, our community, the people in your life, just such a huge um, service, such a huge uh, reflection of God mm-hmm. by just little quick comforting things because that's what God is doing for us, right? He's whispering in our ear. He's, mm-hmm. there's places, there's worship music that I just find so comforting for myself. Putting yourself into places that you know that you can hear God or see God. Maybe you're like a nature walker mm-hmm. person and being out there is just comforting because you just know it's you and God and the trees and whatever. Yeah. Um, so, so being mindful of the way that God speaks to you, mm-hmm. um, I, yeah, I think both of those things. And knowing that God didn't comfort us just selfishly for us, right? That past, that verse for God comforts us so that we can comfort other people. Mm-hmm. And so really it's a responsibility, mm-hmm. right? God's brought me comfort in a variety of situations. And really it's my, it's my honor. It's my responsibility. It's a privilege mm-hmm. to pass that along so that they can experience God too. Yes. Um, and yeah, just in really normal, easy text message conversations, you know, nothing preachy and big and long, you know, it just, yeah. Yeah. This, um, this identity of God or name of God also Mm -hmm. struck me as kind of interesting in that, 
I think often we think of God as our father and the other ones we've talked about are sort of like a shepherd. It's more mm-hmm. of a manly type role and righteousness, um, like a judge. Yeah, but today yeah. struck me as softer, mm-hmm. as more nurturing, more nurturing yeah. and loving and almost, I don't know, motherly is not quite the right word, but mm-hmm. in a more nurturing way than mm-hmm. I think we often think about God. Yeah. And I thought this was a really, it was a really interesting to think of God that way. Yeah. Well, the Isaiah uh, 66 passage that I referenced yesterday, that verse says, as God, uh, sorry, as a mother comforts her child, so does God comfort us. Mm-hmm. And so that reflection of God in a, in the creation of women, of mm-hmm. females, right? We are created in, in his image. And so it's just a beautiful, yeah, pairing reflection. I think we often mm-hmm. put characters with genders, which isn't necessarily so, but we do yes, that societally. Do. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, to, to reflect on um, God comforting us as, as we would picture a mother comforting her child is, yeah, yeah it's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. So another thing you asked was, does God always want us to be comfortable? I thought that was a really interesting question as well. Yeah. Like, oh goodness. <laughs> the youth, we talked about this on Tuesday mm-hmm. night and, um, there was a whole group of boys that were like at the back. I was cheating, looking or finding <laughs> information from other small group leaders. They weren't with me. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, why wouldn't he, you know? And, yeah. and some of the girls in my group were like, I, I don't think so, but like, it would really be nice if we were, yeah. you know? So this kind of like, <laughs> uh, can we be always comfortable? And then in this other group, um, you know, which brought out that other, uh, which brought out uh, the, the end of that passage that I read yesterday, um, is that we, our reliance on God mm-hmm. to, um, if we're too comfortable, we tend to rely on ourselves. Yes. Yeah. Right. We don't, we think we don't need God mm-hmm. if we're comfortable or if things are easy or if nothing is going wrong. Um, and so we, we, we get a wrong picture. We, we think about him like a vending machine. Oh, yeah. we need comfort. Right. So how can we, um, I said to them, my second question was, do you think God wants us, always wants us to be comforted, not comfortable? Ah. And then they, then they were all like, oh, yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> God wants us to be comforted in the yes. midst. But he doesn't, I don't think God wants us to be comfortable. Certainly Paul wasn't. Our examples from scripture. The, mm-hmm. and, 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 and even for myself, like I think the times that I have felt so close to God and felt God so near to me, have been in really, really, really tough situations. Mm-hmm. Well, it's often when we when we grow or stretch yes. that we're uncomfortable. Absolutely. You know, it's harder or not harder, but it's um, yeah, the two kind of go hand in hand mm-hmm. when we're mm-hmm. you know learning something new. It's stretching. It's growing. That's yeah. uncomfortable. You yeah. have to you know step outside your comfort zone. Yeah. So I love how yeah. Paul wrote it um, in verse nine. He was like. He was talking about how we were crushed. We were overwhelmed beyond our ability. In fact, we expected to die. It's like, oh. Yeah. But as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves and learned to rely only on God. Well, mm-hmm. That's usually <laughs> when it works, right? Like that's yes. usually when we're most receptive um, to God. Our comfort is when we're uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is true. So, um, yeah, that was a... That was a great mm-hmm. word. Did you have any other clothing, clothing, closing thoughts? <laughs> you know what? Maybe a challenge. It sounded this to me when I'm hearing us talk. It sounds like a challenge to yeah. 
yeah, pass it forward. Oh my goodness, yeah. Spread some of God's comfort to those The who... witness of God's love and God's yeah. care to us is spreading his comfort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Sounds like a bit of a challenge this week <laughs> for all of us mm-hmm. to uh, <laughs> yeah, that's comfort good. those around us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So thank you for joining us today. Um, if you would like to get a hold of Pastor Renee to chat or ask any additional questions, you can email her at renee at waynefleetbic.com. Um, We're glad you've joined us. If you need to get in touch with me or you have a suggestion for an upcoming podcast, you can email me at julie at waynefleetbic.com and we'll look forward to hearing from you soon.